0: Welcome to Muskegon History and Beyond with the Lakeshore Museum Center. My name is Pat Horn. On our episode today, we are going to take a look back at one of the iconic buildings of downtown Muskegon that once stood out as a landmark, but sadly was later torn down during redevelopment. Today, we look at the history of the iconic Flatiron building. Now, while locally famous, probably the most iconic Flatiron building is a very large one in New York in Manhattan. The name Flatiron isn't specific to any building And there are many flat iron buildings around the world. The name flat iron comes from those types of buildings unique shape, being shaped like an old flat iron for ironing your laundry, or like a monopoly iron that you might have seen in the game. Many of these buildings were built this way not for style, but rather to have as much real estate as possible because they were in a location where diagonal intersections occur and you're left with a pie slice shape of land. The same holds true for the flat iron building in Muskegon. The building is located in what today would be near the middle of the road near the farmer's market and the post office its northern side would have been in the splash pad area and the south side extended a bit into the current sidewalk slash road on western avenue across from the new condos on the south side of it ran western avenue much like today except it included a trolley track on the northern side of the triangle was market street which ran from just past the post office on western and traveled at a diagonal northeast past what was known as Federal Square, approximately where the current post office is today. Now this road is mostly gone after redevelopment of downtown Muskegon. However, a little stretch of Market Street remains still in the middle of the farmer's market. This little stretch cuts through the market following the diagonal angle and points directly for the Harley-Davidson dealership. The final side of our triangle butted against another building, which would have been located near today's farmer's market offices. The point of the triangle, which was two windows wide, faced westward and had a great view down the middle of Western Avenue. I can imagine around Christmas, when the streets were all lit up, that it must have been a prime viewing place. Prior to the Flatiron Building, this strange lot had some unsightly buildings according to the paper. In 1908, the Chamber of Commerce tried to acquire the lot to redevelop it into a nicer, more single, cohesive building. To do this, they asked residents to donate money so the chamber could purchase the buildings and then lease the lot for five years from the owner until they could find a buyer or someone to construct a new building. This motion worked and the city acquired two of the three buildings, with the third presumably being torn down, as the lot was cleared but the third building isn't mentioned as being up for sale. The city wanted to rehouse the other two structures, so they took bids for them under the caveat that they needed to be moved out in August. This was July in which the city had acquired them, so it was a very short timeline. This seems to have been done though, and the city would then pay $156 per year to lease the land which they sodded and put sidewalks around to make it into a small, nice park in the meantime. It was sometime after this that Norman B. Lawson decided to build a flat iron shaped building in this spot and proceeded to obtain the property to begin construction. Lawson was a former mayor and sheriff of Muskegon, so he knew the town well. Construction started sometime around 1912 and was finished by 1913. The final building was a brick building three stories tall, and it had several offices running down the sides of Western and Market Street. The building was also host to a small number of apartments over the years. The ground floor of the building had the largest business space. The roof of the iron building was flat, besides a triangular step-up area. The roof would add to the building's stature over the years, being home to a large billboard and a large light-up sign. Over the years, a multitude of businesses would call the iron home. It was thought that when Lawson presented the idea that the building wouldn't make money, but the list of tenants would seem to contradict that as it became a desired location centrally located. Businesses included E.J. LeBuff's Tailors, C.E. True's Jewelry, a dentist's office, a barber shop, and real estate offices. The two most well-known shops had to be Fink's Cigar Shop, later A. Schutz Cigars, on the ground floor, and the John Hale Hat Shop, also located on the bottom. In 1920, after Lawson's death, the building was bought by a Chicago businessman named Benjamin Lewis for $75,000, or in today's value, a little over $1 million. So this gives us an idea of its value. In the 1960s, a large clock was added to the front face of the building facing down western, and it kept many travelers and shoppers informed of the time during their daily outings. However, the building's days were soon to be numbered. With redevelopment of downtown Muskegon and the coming of the mall, The Flatiron was one of the buildings taken down to clear space for the mall buildings. Thank you for listening today, and if you have any memories of shopping at the Flatiron building, please leave them in the comments below to share your history with this iconic building.